This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at Messy.fm. Good morning, everyone, and thank you for joining us for another episode of the Live Great Grace podcast. This week, we have our first guest, Amber Faruqi. She shares with us her unique story of growing up quickly, overcoming anxiety, and working to become a certified personal trainer at only 19. She has a YouTube channel and is a one-up nutrition ambassador. We discuss the common mistakes she sees in her clients and how you too can go after your fitness goals. Hi, I'm Jillian Leonard. And I'm Michael Leonard. We're college sweethearts together for nine years and married for four. We have embarked on this journey together in hopes of impacting lives and changing the world one person at a time. And together we're here to bring you practical tips and applications to help you in your everyday life. Whether it be personal growth, finances, marriage, or your overall health, we've got you covered. So sit back and enjoy this week's episode of the Live Great Grace Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We are so excited to announce that we have our first guest on. So cool. Yeah, we've been uh, we've been wanting this for a really long time. And so, yeah, we're really excited. Yeah. So we're excited to um, have you meet one of our Insta friends. Uh, we met Amber on Instagram. We became fast friends and we just totally believe in her vision. And she's got a lot of value to add for being so young. And we're super excited to get to know her more and for you guys to get to know her. So everybody, please give a warm welcome to Amber Faruqi. Hi, thank you guys for having me. I'm so honored to be your first guest. Oh, we're so excited. This is really, really cool. We yeah. never thought we'd be like, oh my gosh, we have a guest. I know, but right? So insane. So like I said, we met Amber on Instagram. And for people who may not know who you are, give us a little backstory and kind of tell us about yourself. Okay. So I was raised in Chicago. I lived in Chicago my whole life, pretty much. I'm 19 years old. I'm a full-time student in college. I'm studying marketing. I, um, my biggest passions are like fitness, hanging out with my family and friends. Um, yeah, I think fitness is like pretty much it. That's all I do all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. If you if you haven't been to Amber's Instagram, you have to go check it out. We'll give you her handle and everything at the end. But she also has a YouTube channel. And she's super into fitness. So tell us about your fitness journey and like what was really appealing about it to you and how you got started. Yeah. Okay. So I grew up pretty athletic. I was into sports my whole life. I wasn't very consistent though with any of the sports. I played like basketball for a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, I did gymnastics actually for almost eight years. Oh, wow. So I guess that is kind of consistent. <laughs> Um, but then I stopped that around 15 and my sophomore and junior year, I decided to be homeschooled. So oh. I, yeah, I left the country too. I actually went to Mexico oh, and wow. my dad was living there at the time. It's crazy. Cause I'm not even like Mexican or have any family there and I don't speak Spanish. So I was living in a foreign country for two years and that's when I stopped doing gymnastics and um, I had like a lot of anxiety and I didn't have anyone there besides my dad that I knew and like my I had tutors there because I was homeschooled. So my dad had gym at his house. So I ended up going there like every day because I didn't know what else I didn't know what else to do. And 
I started noticing like a bunch of changes in my body and I really liked it. I was very insecure growing up also. Um, I was a very skinny girl, so it wasn't fun. And then it just went from there. I like fell in love with it. I moved back to Chicago my senior year and I got even more into it. Then I started personal training um, almost a year ago. I still personal train actually. So, yeah. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. So kind of talk a little bit more about what that was like, that transition, because, you know, going from living in Chicago your whole life and then especially in high school to move to a completely different country where you don't speak the language, you don't really know anybody. Um, what was that like as far as the culture shock, you know, when you first got there? Yeah, it was crazy. It was um, honestly the best two years of my life. <laughs> like, I don't know what really? else I would think about it, but it was the best two years of my life. I met amazing people. I'm still, I was a bridesmaid at one of my friend's weddings last winter who I met there. Aww. And she actually worked for my dad, so it's kind of funny. <laughs> um, my tutor and I became, like, best friends as well. Um, it was just very different. And I wasn't there for two years. I came back every two weeks, so... I traveled a lot. Wow. That's a lot yeah, of back and forth. Yeah, by yourself? Would, yeah, by myself. Sometimes my dad would come. Sometimes my sister would like come with me. But yeah, usually by myself. Wow. So what is the thing that you would say you miss most now about Mexico? Just the life there. I think that it's just so different. The people, the way they live their life is just so different. I don't know. Like... The things that we worry about, like here in the U.S., I don't think that they worry about things like that. Wow. Like, they're present. I feel like when we're here in the U.S., at least I've noticed in Chicago where I'm from, that people aren't very present. Mm -hmm. you Absolutely. Know? Yeah. Because everybody worries about, you know, insignificant things. And I'm sure there they worry about things that we could never imagine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's crazy so I actually have a question that is crazy to hear that you did so much traveling on your own how do you think that that experience has really shaped you as a young adult now going into your adult life because you've had a pretty unique experience that not many people could say you know and traveling alone so I'm imagining that you kind of had to do a little bit of growing up really fast so how would you say that that's really shaped who you are today yeah, um, it was a big role in that for sure. I Before I went to Mexico, I was very immature. I was always out. I have an older sister, so the party she would go to, I would go with her. And it was just like I wasn't the best student. I hated school. I was just not a good girl. <laughs> so then afterwards, when I went to Mexico, I kind of, I mean, I was still crazy and like, Fun. I wasn't crazy. I was never, I knew my limits all the time. I was very um, just out there, I guess. And indifferent. I didn't like, I never really fit in. I liked being very different. You know, most people like to fit in. I never liked to fit in. Yeah. <laughs> I always wanted to be like the one to stand out. So when I went to Mexico, I, I think it just shaped me into a better person. I realized what I actually wanted in life and my goals. Um, living with my dad, my parents got divorced around that time, so I was living with my dad then. Mm -hmm. Him and I never really had a close bond until I lived with him. So, um, 
that was good. It shaped me in that side of my life, like growing closer to him. Yeah. And then when I came back now, ever since I've been back, I've just been very goal driven and motivated and I haven't like fallen back from that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Cause that, that was one of the things that I immediately noticed um, when looking at your, you know, your social media platforms is for being 19 years old and uh, being, you know, so driven with what you're doing in the fitness industry is very rare. Most people who are 19 are sort of just kind of getting their feet wet as far as what their, you know, different experiences and kind of looking at all the different areas, but you seem to be really honed in on what it is that you want to do. And so kind of talk about that because I know a lot of people who are 19, like I said, aren't really there. So kind of talk about what that's like for you. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say I have it figured out. Some days I'm always, some days I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing or what I want to do. I always have those days. But um, I just think when you find something you're really passionate about and you know that you want to do it and you see, like, there's just a feeling when you, I don't know how to explain it, but whenever I'm near fitness or anything like that, it just makes me, I don't know, it just makes me very, I don't know, there's like a light. (laughs) <laughs> yeah does it kind of like it lights your heart on fire yeah and I'm glad that I found it younger and I do want to do it forever like I don't see me falling back from that I don't want to personal train like that long I do want to switch to online and things like that but seeing not only the changes in me but me being able to change like other people's lives through fitness right that that's what's very fulfilling and that like no words to explain that yeah absolutely so I have a question for you. So you talked about really when you were in Mexico, you suffered from some anxiety. And so what do you think was really bringing that on? And then was it fitness that really helped you move through that difficult time? Yeah. So the anxiety came from, that's when I wasn't doing very good in school. So that's why I went to Mexico. So my anxiety started before Mexico, actually. Oh, okay. I had a lot of family problems growing up, so that played a big, that triggered that a lot. Mm-hmm. And my grandpa passed away around that time that my parents were getting divorced. So it was just so a lot. It was just all at once, a lot for a young girl, I think. And people have it worse, so I'm not saying that it was, you know, terrible, and I, I handled it. But my way of getting away was going to the gym and fitness. It was like therapy, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a great way of looking at it, that it was it was turning a situation that may most people look at as negative and turning it into a positive. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so, I mean, um, my question is, um, if we could talk about, I know you're part of One Up Nutrition, and so why don't you tell us about that, um, kind of how you got introduced to them, um, what that process was like, and what it's like working with them now. Yeah, so actually, I've been taking One Up supplements for... Um, I would say almost a year and I was looking at them last year. I remember I was sitting in my apartment looking at through their Instagram and I saw all the athletes and I was like, I wish I could like be sponsored by a big brand or something like that, you know? And then they reached out to me one day. I would always like all their pictures and comment on them. And then I DM them a few times asking them if they were like looking for ambassadors or athletes. No one ever answered me. But then after a while, someone reached out to me um, 
who worked for One Up Nutrition, and they asked me if I wanted to um, apply to be a, an ambassador, not an athlete, because I think if you have the athlete, like it's kind of difficult to be that. Um, it sure. takes a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. But so then, yeah, I just went from there, and then yeah. So do you? There, oh, I'm sorry. So do you see yourself eventually becoming an athlete through there? Is that something you see as like a long term goal of yours? I definitely would want to do that. That would be really, really cool because I know a bunch of their athletes. I mean, I don't know them personally, but I've looked up to them for a long time, so it'd be cool to be able to be one of them. And I actually do really, really like the supplement company because I wouldn't want to promote anything that I don't actually like, you know, because then if my followers were to try it and then they didn't like it, it would be, like, put on to me, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a great, I, I just want to stop at that point for a second too, because that's really good is you never want to promote something that you don't believe in because like you said that your followers are kind of looking to you and they, they take your advice really seriously. And so if you're to promote something that isn't a product you believe in, um, people, I feel like people can feel that. And so that's, that's a really cool thing that you, you want to work with them, but you want to work with them because there's somebody that you believe in. Exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. So since you've been a trainer um, and you've trained many people, uh, I would, I have to ask like, what is the, one of the biggest challenges that you see for people when it comes to uh, nutrition and fitness? I think that the biggest challenge is being consistent for most people. Mm -hmm. Um, Being a trainer, like training people when they hire me, it's kind of easy because I, hold them accountable and I make like the dates and everything like that and the timings we have like a schedule but people who don't have a trainer or who aren't very you know if they don't have a trainer they're not as strict with it and they fall off so I think that's probably the biggest thing I see people struggling with also nutrition finding a diet finding what works for people um because everyone's body type is different I know a lot of people who follow different um influencers like diets but that's not the way to go because everyone's body type is different Mm -hmm. I was just gonna ask you that so what do you what is your opinion on some of these fad diets that are going on yeah no that's definitely not the way um (laughs) I mean it might work for some people I don't know anyone who it has worked for honestly I think fitness and nutrition are 50-50. People say it's like 80-20, but it's 50-50 for sure. If you're um, eating terrible and going to the gym, that's not going to do you any good. Or if you're, you know, vice versa, either way. And those diet plans, they're just, I just don't agree with them. I don't like that. I think it's a shortcut people are trying to find to a long-term goal of theirs. So I think finding shorter goals that they want to go towards and then because people see they're like okay I want to lose 50 pounds in 30 days I'm like okay that's scary that's yeah I'm like okay that's not really realistic losing 50 pounds yeah sure you can do it but in 30 days no there's no shortcuts to that so you need to break it down into smaller goals and I think that's also what helps me in my journey because fitness is not about like short-term like progress you know Mm -hmm. it's 
long term. So I think finding something that works for you and it takes time. It's a journey. It's not something that you'll find quick. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. We've been on uh, quite a fitness journey. We started working out and eating consistently back in March, and mm-hmm. we're still going at it. We're really this is the longest we've ever gone. We're really proud of ourselves, <laughs> which I know that sounds bad, but you know what I mean. Awesome. But what's crazy? What I've seen is it's almost like a wave. Fitness is like you do all this work, you don't see any kind of any results for like a month or two, and then it's like three weeks after that you start seeing results, and then it carries you. And like, we went through like a time where I got really sick, so I couldn't work out, but I still saw results happening. And Mm -hmm. I've been seeing that for a while. And then it like gets to a point where like, if you're not working out, the wave stops. So then you have to like start it up again. But that's what I've been seeing in my own personal. Exactly. I think getting started is the hardest part. And then remaining consistent because people fall off after like two weeks um, because yeah. they don't see any changes. I'm like, you're not going to see a difference <laughs> in two weeks. <laughs> totally. So um, say we were brand new clients of yours, knowing that consistency is a problem for most people and diet, what would be, I guess, maybe like the first thing you would try to have us implement in our life or as far as like workout or diet to kind of help us get started so that way we didn't experience maybe like that two-week burnout? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say making a schedule, I think. Yeah, a schedule that fits into like your daily routine. You know, because people are like, okay, I get lazy. I'm tired. It's the end of the day. They push fitness to like the last thing on their list. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, find it. Find a time that works for you. Put it in there. And keep reminders, also the goals, the short-term goals, because um, it depends what you're doing for fitness, because there's so many things. It's not just weightlifting. That's what I'm into, but there's yoga, swimming, you know, all those things. So finding short-term goals. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. So um, next question. So what would be one thing you'd tell people who are struggling right now in this area? Um, and maybe they think like, I've tried time and time again, and I just can't seem to do it. What would you say to someone like that? Ooh, that's hard. Um, I think, okay. I have those times all the time. Everyone has that. We're human. We're not, you know, nobody's perfect. You're going to feel like that. Mm-hmm. So I think just knowing why you want it and finding a purpose in it. And doing it for yourself, not doing it for anyone else or for anything else, that's really big. Because I know a lot of girls, they go to the gym. I mean, maybe guys do too. But a lot of, like, my girlfriends, they used to be like, okay, I need to get, like, really, really fit because I want this guy to notice me more. I'm like, why are you doing it for him? Like, you should be doing it for you, you know? Yeah, absolutely. that plays a big role in it because if you do it for you, then you find – more it's more fulfilling absolutely so i kind of want to ask you about your fitness journey so obviously you were down in mexico and you discovered fitness as a way to combat the anxiety you were having how did you figure out like what to do because you know you were down there you didn't really have anyone to teach you so how did you go about you know kind of learning you know weightlifting techniques and certain exercises to kind of get you to your optimum health oh yeah um YouTube, Instagram, I did a ton of research. I 
trial and error. You just see what works for you. And yeah, it took a while though, for sure. I think the two years that I was in Mexico, I wasn't, I didn't really know what I was doing. Then when I came back, that's when I started to figure out what I was really doing. So it took me two years to actually get to knowing what I was doing. (laughs) That's really good though, because that, that speaks to anything that we really start and we want to get good at. I think kind of like we want those instantaneous results. We think that they're going to happen in a week or two weeks, but really you have to lay the foundation to be able to to do something like that. And so your foundation was that two years in Mexico of kind of just figuring it out and then bringing what you learned back to Chicago and then kind of implementing what you had learned. That's really cool. Yeah. 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 So last question I want to know is uh, you said that you're super goal driven. You have lots of things that you want to accomplish. What are some of the things, some of, and some of the goals that you have on your list. Okay. This list goes on. (laughs) I literally write down my goals every weekend. They change and the list just goes on. But some of them are, I want to transition into online coaching. Mm -hmm. I want to do that because a lot of my clients, they're not interested or not clients, but potential clients are on Instagram and they're not in Chicago. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of hard for me to, do that. Plus, being a full-time student in college, my time is very limited because I'm in school. Sure. A lot of the week, so online coaching would be better. And so that's one of them. Another one is I do want to graduate early. Yeah. Another <laughs> one is growing my – I just want to grow my personal brand for sure. Another thing, once something really big that I'm – is a goal of mine, by the time I turn 20, I want to write a book. I'm actually working on it right now. That's awesome. Can you give us a little sneak peek of like the title of the book or what it's going to be about? I don't even know the title yet, but it is going to be about, it's going to be a, um, what is the word for it? Uh, sort of like a self-help, nonfiction. Yeah. Self-improvement book. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. We love those books. We have many of them. Yeah. So is it going to be um, about your story or is it going to be just more in general? It's going to be both. I'm going to put in my story and then also like how I think people should implement it. Like the topics that I'm going to cover. Cool. That's exciting. That's really cool. Well, I think that that was all we had for tonight. Yeah. I mean, um, so if people want to find you um, just to learn more about you, maybe get some exercise tips, weight training tips, or even, um, you know, contact you about, you know, possibly training, um, where would they find you? Yeah. Um, Instagram is where I'm mainly at. It's just Amber Faruqi. My name, I can spell it if you want. A-M-B-E-R-F-A-R-O-O-Q-U-I. And then also I started a YouTube and I'm trying to get, be more consistent on that, but that's a little hard. Sure. For Faruqi on that as well. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. This was really great. Yes, thank you guys for having me.